Hi. Welcome back to episode six of the Hollow Chronicles podcast. Josh. Is that the longest we've ever let the intro go? I don't know. I could let it go. I don't know. Longer. Since we let it go like two 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 episodes ago. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> hey, shout out to the BMB listening. What's up, Blue Milk Brigade? Glad you're a part of the sixth episode, the sixth partaking. The Siths. The Siths. That was a Freudian. <laughs> you did that on purpose. A nice word. Freudian <laughs> slip there. Freudian? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> we do think Amalian. about it a lot. Amalian slip. <laughs> uh, welcome to the sixth episode of the Hollow Chronicles podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. Share it with your friends. Return of the Hollow Chronicles. <laughs> Make sure you follow us on Twitter if you haven't already. Ooh, uh, where? We're, at? We're getting at Hollow Chronicles. Hmm. How do you spell that? H-O-L-O-C-H-R-O-Ickles. <laughs> and uh, we do have Instagram and Facebook set up, although we we just did that this last week, and we're, we haven't been good about being on that and being active, nah, on we're it getting better a yeah. whole lot, but it's we're we're working on it still, and we're we're building it up a little bit. Um, and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes uh, if you're listening for the first time. Um, give us a give us a, a rating and uh, yeah, tell give us a like, sub- subscribe. Yeah, I think you said that. That's great. It helps us out. It's it's cool. Keeps uh, us going. We will give you some Star Wars news, Easter egg discussions. Uh, shout out to a couple of people who showed us their collections this week. And uh, a collector tip, and then lastly, a little Star Wars thought. And if you're joining us for the first time, thank you. Welcome. We love you uh, new listeners. Go ahead and listen back to some previous pods. But really, we're just all about talking Star Wars. Normal guys who love us some uh, some Star Wars stuff, and uh, we like to collect. Uh, yes, we do. We do like to collect. And there's some collecting news. There's some collecting week. news this week. So uh, oh, thank you for joining us. Uh, we hope you get some entertainment out of this. But uh, right in. <laughs> Right, let's do it. Let's do it. Here let's we go. It. How about some news? Star Wars news. Well, the big news for us this week being that we, the whole genesis of us doing this in the first place is because we collect the Star Wars toys. Mostly, we love them. Mostly the vintage stuff. Um, and by vintage, we mean 77 through 85. And with a fair amount of Black Series thrown in, too, I would say at this yeah. point. Jeez, I got I got a little I got a little uh, rant on that. So we'll get to the what, yeah, what have will. you gotten we recently? Will. Here. We will. But uh, there was the toy the 2019 Toy Fair uh, that just took place um, this weekend, and turns out Kenner is coming out with some retro figures on some retro. I thought Kenner didn't exist anymore. What are you talking about? Kenner slash Hasbro. Oh. Um, and and it's I I, I had. My heart leapt, and then it crashed. <laughs> and there was a there was a really strange mix of emotion for me, Josh. You can tell me what you think here, but I I see the the six figures that they were going to come out with exclusively through Target, immediately sold out. So I did not get anything in on time, and nobody on Twitter that I saw in there was able to too. No, which, I mean which, it was a surprise, which to makes me. some people a little conspiracy theory. Their hairs kind of stand up on the back of their neck a little mm-hmm. bit, but I see like the Luke, Vader, um, Leia, Han, Chewie, and I think Stormtrooper. I think those were the six, and they look exactly like the originals, which is cool because that's nostalgic, and those are the ones that you know got everything going. So you know people are going to like them based on appearance, right? However, then it was like after that initial, like, oh, cool, just with a slightly different back, you know, cardboard um, backing. Then I was like, I, I, I hope, I really hope, A, that the figures are easily distinguishable from the original ones because they look exactly like them. Right. And I pray that the, the accessories are easily distinguishable from the original accessories. Otherwise... We've just got a whole new set of reproduction yeah, like a date stamp or something, yeah, yeah. Or, or some mark or difference, right? That makes them easy to pick out, so that the imperial gunnery <laughs> doesn't get hoarded with questions. And is this real? Is this fake? And right, I mean, I'm sure they'll be on top of it, but just for the average consumer, of, you know, collector, it's just going to be a real headache potentially. 
And nobody really had any good answers other than the figures are going to have a different date stamp. Right. So that'll be... On their legs or foot or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that'll be... That'll at least be somewhat easy to tell. I'm I'm middle of the road with it, just kind of like you. I, 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 I hope that the... Yeah, I think Hasbro learned from a few of their past mistakes that, you know, it's a big deal for the collectors to to have that, you know, that vintage kind of, uh, I don't know what to call it. I don't know, legacy going on there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and it's great, all the new stuff. And look, I can see from the, their perspective, too, of like, look, we can introduce to the newest generation of Star Wars fans who are, you know, they're not the six-year-olds or the 10-year-olds even no. they're like the 20-year-olds and the 25-year-olds who who love what's coming out and we'll talk about this a little bit later yeah and are like hey we can get a piece or a rep you know a reproduction of a piece of the history that they don't give a they don't care about at all the 70s i mean give me a break that might as well have been 100 years ago <laughs> and so to have a reproduction piece that gives them that nostalgic feel oh they may not even like the original trilogy that much as much as maybe the ones that they're watching now, or 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 the or their, the ones in their, the early two thousands, yeah, they're early, like they're they're real, you know, vintage, which was maybe the prequels. But I, I can see. Look, I think in, in in the world of or the universe of Star Wars, especially with toys, you can almost do no wrong when it comes to the fans. But this this might be a close one to the heart, especially for guys like you and I who have spent a lot of time. Money and money, energy and time, and <laughs> money and, and money, <laughs> collecting, you know, finding that weapon that isn't repro and and right because it into your and correct me if I'm wrong, Josh, but uh, I certainly have experienced this where I've bought something and it turns out to be a, a reproduction blaster, yeah, or you know, and just be like, oh, yeah, you had to float it in water, yeah, or, or and then you had to like I, I visited shine a flashlight through. I've it. visited and this is. You know they're not they're not paying us to say this, but the imperialgunnery.com does yeah. have a pretty extensive what to look for, what you know as far as real versus reproduction, and how you can tell the difference. And and I've been on that site a lot, especially when you go buy things online. It's hard to tell through pictures yep. and and you know. But I will say this, Josh. One thing that I did like about this whole idea of these vintage figures recoming out. Um, was that they were nine ninety nine nine dollars ninety nine cents? Yeah, I'd buy them all. Yeah, I I'd say it, but I'd I buy them all. I would I'd leave too. them in their I'd leave them in their packages, and and I'd buy them all. They're also coming out with a skiff too to uh, coincide with the release of the the barge in a month or so. So here's the theory, though. So the question I would we asked earlier is they sold out of all the you know reproduction uh, vintage. Yeah. characters the barge or the skiff i'm sorry the skiff was sold out immediately yep do these really exist <laughs> if a tree falls in the forest <laughs> no one is there i mean we only saw the 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 notification after they'd already been sold out so. yeah yeah the moment i i saw a picture of them i went to the target website and sold out sold out yeah but keep an eye out for them i'm sure, sure. they'll start showing up on ebay and other auction sites and maybe you can get one through there those are some cool some cool toys but like you said we hope they don't affect the the uh you know and you know i don't think they will because there's going to be people out there that'll find the differences maybe hasbro slash fake kenner did something to those weapons too oh last thing about the toys uh there will be a uh a tarkin figure oh uh coming out with the re-release of the vintage star wars board game so you can only get him through the board game, um, and he looks he looks good. And I CGI Tarkin or <laughs> CGI no, Tarkin actual or actual Tarkin, real Tarkin. Um, but the his blaster looked different. It wasn't. It was. It was different than any of the vintage ones because hmm. he's he's different. Yeah, he's he a wasn't. Character. He didn't have a yeah. character back then. So anyway, um, okay. next thing. Next thing. The uh, filming for Episode Nine and coincidentally the Mandalorian. Ended this hmm. week, same day actually. Coincidentally, must be sharing. Uh, was it sharing like costumes or something? Perhaps sharing extras. Extras, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought uh, you know. So that means, Josh. That means what's left is some editing, mm-hmm. maybe some callbacks, some, yeah. maybe some vo- voicing overs. Well, um, with Abrams, it's a lot of lens flare additions. Yeah, yeah. That was going to take take a minute. Yeah. 
Um, and then quick zooms. Quick zooms. Yeah. Yep. Pan yeah. zoom. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're getting close. It's, we are. I mean, as as starved as everyone seems to be for new Star Wars information, like the title, which could be coming out mm. this week, which could be coming I mean, who out cares, right? at Star Wars it's Celebration. It's called Star Wars. Yeah. Episode 9. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I thought? Was, Is the title really going to make the movie? You know, if you go EP, abbreviation for episode, and then IX for the Roman numeral. Epics. Epics. Wow. Star Wars Episode Ep- 9 will be Epics. <laughs> Or, I bet not. no. I bet no. One, <laughs> bet no one has thought of that yet. No one's thought of that. <laughs> um, do you think we'll get a teaser trailer at Star Wars Celebration? Absolutely. That's, a, that's in I, April. It has to happen. There's no way. Okay. I mean, I would. I mean, Vegas odds have to be astronomical against that. Yeah. I mean, there's it, no way. It makes sense. How could they not? I, I know. The only way they could not do that is if they just full front load Mandalorian and just like, hey, uh, we're going to give you all of this and or, then still hold off. I mean, no way. Or they go heavy with the next, possibly last season of Clone Wars. Nah. You don't doesn't hold so? enough weight. You don't no. think so? Okay. No, not for Star Wars Celebration. No. All right. Uh, by the way, Josh, I finished um, the Clone Wars this week. Nice. I, I, I'm, like I'm the, caught up. The, the, the TV series. The right? TV series, yeah. the cartoon series. Um, that means now I can fully jump into resistance. Finally. Finally. Yeah. Whew. I know. My kids are looking forward to You're that. You're one of too. those check the boxes guys, huh? Yeah, I don't like to have too yeah, many me too. in the fire. <laughs> uh, one thing Which at a time. <laughs> at Thanksgiving, like three of each. At Thanksgiving, I eat my mashed potatoes first. Right, and right, then right. My don't, turkey, touch, don't touch my cranberry and sauce. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't mix my foods. And one I at a time. You. I like to appreciate it. Um, that's actually a good segue, speaking of uh, Star Wars Celebration, oh. <laughs> because uh, this week, and I've forwarded you some text messages about this, but I, I have been going back and watching The Force Awakens teaser and trailer oh, fan reactions. I, I have to thank you for, for sharing. They're so good. They really are. Like It was just a, a reminder of, how excited everybody was for J.J. Abrams to reboot, you know, the last trilogy of the Star Wars series. And everybody was excited for new Star Wars stuff because it it had been a while since um, um, episode three. And people were losing their minds over the teaser. And it was non-Lucas, which was kind of crazy. Yeah, there's original characters mixed with new characters. How is it all going to salt itself out? The music is incredible. John Williams. I mean, people were freaking out at multiple stages through just the teaser. Right. Like, just the teaser was like a minute and a half long, and, like, there's the Millennium Falcon. Like, I get I get a visceral reaction when I see... The Millennium Falcon doing anything? Yeah, like I remember watching those Force Awakens like trailers, and you know, the, and the different versions of them. And and as soon as the Falcon shows up, it's like, oh yeah, yep. That that to me, that was the connector to me that really got me. Like, mm, yes, um, I know. You know, when people saw the melted Vader helmet, you know, and it was like, oh, yeah. right, like. They're bringing, oh my gosh, they brought that back. Where's that been? How'd he get it? You know, and then Ewoks on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess they got to make some money too. <laughs> right? nope, nope. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. That's a good one, good one Josh. Um, and then uh, at the end of the teaser trailer, Han and Chewie, we're home. Oh, we're home. And that just like, that yes. was it for me. That's yes. like I sent the gif of the of the frowny lip. That's what happened to me. I was like, yeah, get a little dusty. So in here. I I want to I want to just like I know this is we're still in the news, but I yeah. want to segue because this is my reaction to reacting to reactions. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy because I I have to tell you as much maybe negativity that's been thrown out towards uh, even me, I was not the biggest Force Awakens fan. I really wasn't. I came out of it kind of going, I'm confused. Okay, I hope they fix it in the next movie. And then and then, Last Jedi, I could totally get on the bandwagon of, of like what the hell happened. 
And but however, going back and watching these reaction videos actually brought out what I love about being a Star Wars fan and what I love about Star Wars fans, the ones that showed up with me in the line to those movies mm-hmm. in costume and or just it smiles. <laughs> and that's what really matters is when you watch those reactions, the same reactions I had without a camera on me and and the you know and just the happiness the joy, yeah. the yeah. actual joy. Like you could almost make an argument that Star Wars trailers are more entertaining yes. than the movies themselves. They're which like, is you know, not a like not a very, you know, the best genius. things on yeah. YouTube. Um yeah, I probably have watched fifteen different ones in the last couple of days, and they're all good. They're fantastic. And then there's like there's a, a few that are like mosaics of like twelve different people's reaction all at the same time. Yeah, you know, uh, men and women, young and old, and everyone's just jazz. Everyone's just jazzed over the Force Awakens trailers or the teaser, and it, it brought me right back to there. And then, so I wanted to ask you, Josh, because I know you'd watched a couple of them. Um, what was everybody right about, or, or actually, I think it would be more fun. What were we wrong about? Because as always, they're just super dissected. Like every second of every trailer before the movie comes out gets dissected. What's in the background? What's, what could this mean? What could that mean? And for me, like the big one that everybody was wrong about, of course, was who's Ray and why is she important? Right. And turns well, out, turns out Ray was wrong about that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ray's very important, but she's nobody. She's, she's nobody and deliberately nobody. According to. Should, can we call him Kylo? We were told we can't call him Kylo. No, Han, Han Killer. Killer. <laughs> What's <laughs> up, Matt? <laughs> All right. According to the guy in the mask and without the mask, the scar. Um, I, you know, I'm the wrong guy to ask for that because I'm a little bit, I'm, I'm very much an in-the-moment type of person. So when I saw those, I just was like, give, give I don't know. I'm not going to make any uh, assumptions like you when the Falcon bottoms out in Force Awakens and, you know, in the trailer and just, like, lifts. I was like, that's it. I don't care. I don't care what happens. I don't care what happens. <laughs> I will that. say that when I watched the movie, I was like, I didn't expect that when they're fighting some kind of crazy suction monster <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. in, in a barge. I, that was really weird for me. But uh, I don't know. I I had, noth- I had no expectations. Um, I was uh, confused about and also excited about a rogue, Stormtrooper, you know, right? Changing side. The first time we saw a stormtrooper without his helmet. I mean, that was legit, and it was like awesome. So, what's going to happen here? Obviously, we're not in the same clone clone run we were before, right? But, you know, yeah, whatever. Not all, not all the troopers are clones, nope. and, and and they weren't always anyway. But that's where that's where they that's where the army first started was with clones, and then then recruitment. And I just I just want to go back and say, you know what? If you haven't done it. This is really good advice. I don't care what side of the fence you're on with these uh, uh, newer sequels. Go watch the reaction videos and put yourself there and remember how you felt. I mean, I'm serious. I have an emotional reaction watching these people because I'm like, I feel like that guy's face right now because he's so happy. Oh, yeah. And And that's Star Wars, people. That's Star Wars. Don't forget that. No matter what you think the plot line left out or should have put in, that's Star Wars. Yes. Is that reaction. That is Star Wars. I will say one more thing. I read a few more, tw- uh, not tweets, but articles, and and it was about somebody who'd watched uh, the prequels, and they were seven years old, eight years old, and there was all this negativity going around about the prequels, and that person was like, I don't remember any of that. I just remember being so excited about what I was watching, and Think about, I, you know, I don't know what kind of negativity went around in the 70s over Star Wars. You know, it was called a spaghetti western in space, you know, and all this stuff. So just remember that. Don't be too negative because that's another topic we have probably, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw The Phantom Menace seven times in the theater in the first two weeks it was out. And I will, I will tell you, it's not my favorite. Right. But... It was so much fun going with people, right? And sh- for the f- watching them, watching watch them, it for the first time. yeah. Yep. Um, I camped out. This is when I was in college, but I was student teaching in Portland, Oregon, and I two of my students at the time uh, were cutting school the day before it came out, just so they could go get in line for tickets. 
and I paid them to get me a ticket too, and I went with them. Right. And we had a blast. Student teacher of the year. <laughs> well, to, to two guys, yeah. Yeah, and and uh, I, you know, I brought plastic lightsabers for them, and people right. were dressed up, and it was it was fun. But that's Star Wars. Yes. Right? I don't care. Look, I'm going to do the same thing. When episode nine comes out, I, I promise you that we 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 actually put on an, or contribute towards a, a bit of a to do in our area, and I'm gonna do that again. I have so much faith, hope, and also respect for the. I don't you know you can throw Disney in or whatever. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I love Star Wars that much. It transcends uh, politics. <laughs> yeah, it it does for me. It does for me. There's a lot of doesn't mean I don't. Not I don't right care have, for a few things. We I mean, have our on. critiques, yep. definitely, and it's okay to have them. You know, there's a lot of Twitter hate out there. There and, is, and but it's Twitter, a, it's where you can say something without anyone. Yeah, there's no repercussion punching for, you back. Really, I mean, yeah. you can be anonymous out there, but I mean, yeah, I have I have some critiques in all of the movies, every single one of them, but I love them. Yeah, and I'm gonna see the next one, and I'm gonna love it too. I already know I'm gonna love it. Even if I have critiques, and well, that's what being a fan's about. If you're a sports fan or or anything, it's it's about the highs and the lows, but you still love the idea of yeah. what you what you're behind. I love it, I love it, and I think there's so much work being done outside of the movies that should make you happy, and you can make your own work. We've talked about fan art. We've talked about you know all kinds of the toys that we collect. All those things Posters form the or... actual universe. Really, to be <clears> honest <throat> with you, the movies are maybe could perhaps be. Other than being the nucleus, the smallest part of, of what we love, you know, it's really the imagination beyond. Oh man, yeah. I'm tearing up here. <laughs> well, speaking of tearing up, J.J. <laughs> Abrams posted one picture, oh. one picture that everybody's seen and scrutinized of Ray, yeah, yeah. of Poe, yeah, and Finn, yeah, giving a big giving hugs. A, a big hug, you know, in the announcement that they had wrapped uh, uh, primary filming, yep, for Episode Nine and. Uh, they're like, this is the new group of three. This is the new Leia, Han, and Luke. And and uh, yep. oh, is that Ray's staff in the background? Oh, Ooh. you know, I th- what does her hair look the same as episode? Remember when we seven. thought that we there might be a double edged lightsaber hidden in that, and that she never knew about, and all yeah. that, all those reckless speculation things that that we still where's do, Darth but, Maul? <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, it was a it was a sweet. Picture. I liked it. Yeah, it was a sweet. Picture I was down. And I actually liked it, and then I liked uh, somebody posted like caption this picture. That was fun. Yeah, uh, there were some good captions to that. There were some bad captions too, by the way. There's some very uncreative people out there, but uh, they're some, on Twitter, man. And Don't some worry about meanies. it. Twitter some meanies. Twitter isn't some trolls. Isn't real life. Kind of is to us because we're up to 193 followers. Yes, we're almost hey. at 200, everybody. And I would say, like, I should do air rap horn or rap air horn or whatever it's called. We, I, I would really love to like Literally give something that. to our 200th follower, but there's no guarantee that that's going to work out as no, we found they, out with our, our no. 100th follower. Apparently, uh, we're dangerous men. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, we just want to give you free stuff. It's not like we're rolling up in a panel van and giving away candy or anything. But. Uh, it's all right. All right, Josh, next thing. Let's have a quick Easter egg discussion. Are we ready for that already? You're killing I, me, bro. I think so. Easter eggs. <laughs> this is going to be quick. All right, go. We're going to try and keep this pod. No, we're not. All it's right. not well, working already. All right. All right, go quick. In... Original Star Wars movie, A New Hope. Uh, there is a moment, and this is this is famous. the most Easter egg. Did did it's not even really an Easter egg. It's a blooper that didn't get caught by the editors, and it's funny. It's like genuinely funny. Um, a Death Star scene after after Han and Luke and Chewie go to get the princess. Right, R two and C three PO are left in this little control room overlooking the Millennium Falcon, and Stormtroopers are outside pounding on the door, wanting to get in. And they finally get it opened. And as one of the stormtroopers comes in, he bangs his head on the <laughs> door. He doesn't duck. And just, it's I've had that on loop on a GIF before and just watch for like seven minutes. <laughs> we'll post a picture of it. I've got a picture of it. We'll, we'll post on um, Twitter, probably on Instagram too. Sure. Trevor, you got that. Yeah. Um, Producer Trev, not here today, but always in our heart. Always in our hearts. But we'll post a picture of that. Uh, but it actually gets talked about 
briefly in a documentary that I saw recently in the okay. last couple of weeks. It's been out for a while, but it's called Elstree uh, 1976. It's a Star Wars documentary about some of the bit players right. in um, A New Hope. People such as, and if I can remember a few names here, David Prose, who mm-hmm. plays um, Darth Vader, who I learned a lot about, who's actually pretty famous prior to. He was a he was a bodybuilder, pretty well known. He was a big dude. He's like six seven. Um, interesting guy. He's interesting a, guy. He's got a crazy guy. He does. One <laughs> eye is. He's got a Death Star eye. One blue that way, and the other blue that. Way. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. That's an old joke. <laughs> we'll edit that out. Yeah, but he's he's an interesting dude. He he talks a lot throughout the documentary. There's Jeremy Bullock who plays. Boba Fett. Yeah. There's the guy that plays Biggs Darklighter, um, to name a few. And then there's there's a few people that maybe have like one line in the in the movie or just are in the background of some scenes. Right. But they make their way around the Comic Con circuits and they sign autographs and yeah, like, they're still known people basically for the diehards. Extras. Yeah. Basically extras. I mean, you know, Boba Fett's not an extra, but he legitimately kind of is. He has no lines. No, he just like walks three. Well, and David Prost doesn't have any lines either. He just He does. If you that there's was some one of, YouTube that videos. Was, that was the greatest videos. He's like, thank you, James Earl Jones. He's like, I want the princess and I want her alive. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, uh, thank you. We should James. find a deeper voice. Yeah, something more baritone. <laughs> uh, but it's go a, get him. <laughs> it's a good documentary. It it's a, a little chance. it's a little slow rolling at first, but it does pick up. It does get pretty interesting. And it's just like how these people ended up on the Star Wars set, and it's it's cool. It's coincidental, and it's 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 a little humorous, and and you just kind of find out how these people, it, how being background people or lesser known or not even have speaking parts in the movie has made them famous. Well, how it's, powerful Star Wars? Is it's changed their it's lives, powerful. yeah. And then so people, and you will wait in line and get their autograph on a picture of them. Speaking from experience, or Josh. poor pay too much online. <laughs> uh, I I think actually, um, people that get things—that's kind of our specialty. Yeah. Uh, every, let's see, we have a drop for the show me. Now. Oh, are you ready? It's, it's a new one. Yeah, here it comes it. a new drop. <laughs> show me your collection. Oh, well done. Oh, man, we should. Uh, Whoever does that voice does a really good job. So good. So we featured two collections this Saturday. Not one. No. You get two. You get a bonus. It's a twofer. Um, Every Saturday, we like to highlight a follower's collection. And the collections can be small, they can be medium, they can be large. They don't have to, we're not looking for anything in particular. We just, we really enjoy, and this is one of the reasons why we wanted to do a, you know, Twitter and Instagram and stuff. We, one of the things we want to do is see what other people collect, see how they do it and, and what they're into. And I get a lot of enjoyment out of that because I get a lot of enjoyment out of mine. Josh? Yeah. Do you get a lot of enjoyment out of yours? I do. It's dumb. <laughs> in, in a good way. It, it, it is. Yeah. It, when vices become habits. Right. You know? Right. And, I think and I saw that on a Twitter. <laughs> yeah. When vices become yeah, I'm not collecting cocaine. Big shout out to uh, <laughs> uh, our spouses. Um, They're great. The first, the first person uh, that we shouted out and showed their collection was a guy by the name of Matt. This is a different Matt than last week. Okay, uh, Toy Matt at Toy Matt. Um, All right, what was your favorite piece? He had. Well, what I appreciated about Toy Matts, there's a few things. Everything was in its place. You could like tell that. that he thought about how he was going to display, because he displays. He doesn't just collect, he displays. There is a difference. There is a difference. We've it's seen not, many collections. We've seen, yeah, we've stuff seen. put together like in a in a bookcase or on a shelf or on a wall or whatever. But Matt, Toy Matt, he put some time and effort and energy into how right. he collected. And it's, and it's everything's got their place. It, it's mostly Star Wars. He has he had some other stuff in there, some Transformers and and other things too. But which is fine, absolutely fine. 
You're not cheating on anybody no, by we doing love you. that. Yeah, it's fine. We, we accept it. Um, I have a little G.I. Joe corner in my room, so I mean, so be it. I've got an Austin Powers. <laughs> I've a corner, just one Austin Powers just figure. One, yeah. <laughs> and one Optimus Prime. <laughs> yeah, definitely one of those. <laughs> but uh, I really appreciated how Matt displayed it. He looked like he had um, some Ikea bookshelves with some backlighting behind it. Nice. It no, was, yeah, it was sure. very, very pretty. It was very, like, come in and then, like... Watch this. Yeah. Flip the switch. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I my one of my comments was I could spend a couple hours just looking at all the things that he had in there, and uh, and that time would go by fast for me. Right, and then also making offers on things that you wanted to buy. Yeah. Do you have any doubles? Yeah. Because he did. He I asked him. I said, "In this was just in the messages back and forth to each other. Is like, like, what's your favorite thing? Like, what do you what what's your what are you most into? Right. And he said that he's got over sixty different A wings. That's crazy. Yeah. And so, I mean, it, not not that you're crazy, Matt, but that's crazy. Yeah, and you're it's crazy. it's Legos, it's um, Power of the Force, it's Droid Line. Don't you love that? It's he's just he loves A wings. I love that's picking an A wing. I just love that A wings. I Done. love A wings. Yeah, yep. I'm on. Yeah, A wings. And so he's got he's got makes things easier. It that does. should be like your collector tip is like narrow it down. I think that was one of our collector well, tips. No, but I mean, go a little crazy on one just one toy. It, do you, do you are you that way about one thing no, in particular? Not yet. Well, no, not not in evidence. Well, I do like the troopers, but yeah, no. What? Wait, what do you what do you think you know about me? I don't know. I was going to say stormtroopers. But I know. Yeah. I like. I want to have a legion. That's what I want. But I just you know, a thousand. You want a thousand stormtroopers? Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be really cool. That would be great. <laughs> you better get on it. <laughs> um, I don't. I kind of. I kind of was into the uh, bounty hunters for a bit. Yeah, um, but I already we already saw like the collection of the guy that had all the Boba Fett's, and I was like, Oof. yeah, he had I don't like know what to do with all those. Yeah, yeah, more, I more, think. yeah, it's more crazy. All right, so Matt, thank you for showing us your collection. Yes, we very much appreciate it, and and you can look at it on our Twitter feed at Hola Chronicles. Um, and Matt's a guy that if you message him, he'll answer your questions. He's he's good about that. By the way, that's at Holochronicles, H-O-L-O-C-H-R-O-N-I-C-L-E-S. I know we went, we did the full, like, chronicles at the end there. Sorry. <laughs> there it is. The second show me your collection, hashtag show me your collection, um, Saturday w- was David from Beyond the Blast Doors, and that's at... BTBD Star Wars Beyond the Blast. And they've doors. got a pod, right? They do. And a YouTube and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And so their pod is on YouTube. Pro. They're um they got good production value. Really do. Um they, they have get, a set. They get very in depth on their topics, and I appreciated that. And the reason why I became aware of them is because they threw out I'd been following now understand, we've been on Twitter a month. A whole month. Roughly a month. Right. And so um, we followed them. They followed us. And it was a follow for a follow, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had thrown out a question. Hey, you know, they're doing like a mailbag thing. You know, send us your questions and, you know, we'll pick a couple to answer. Well, I asked them a question um, appropriate to the Hall of Chronicles. Mm. Uh, what's your favorite Star Wars toy? And so the two guys, they answered it on the pod on YouTube. I watched it. It was great. Um and they both gave good answers. And David responded back to us. You know, I said, thanks for answering my question. And he's like, yeah, make sure you watch it. And I'm like, totally will. And then we got to talk and I was like, hey, we uh, show me, send me a few pictures of your collection. Show me your collection. Exactly. And he did. And David did. Um, David was the one that responded back. And he came to Star Wars with the prequels. Okay. 1999 was his introduction. Young fella, huh? Yes, younger. Um, and he said, uh, I asked him, I said, what was the first Star Wars toy that you, you remember getting? He said, an X-Wing Lego. Ooh. And I was like, that's cool. That's a good introduction right there. And uh, what I appreciated about his collection, Josh, was that there were a lot of Legos in it. And that that is totally appropriate for somebody just getting into Star Wars mm. with the Phantom Menace. And who has a lot of money. It's Legos. <laughs> yeah, Legos. They're not cheap, but nothing is if you're collecting. That's a spendy path. But yeah. No, no. 
but he had a lot of Legos, and I remember getting a lot of those Lego sets that he had uh, for my kids. Right. And we still have uh, many of those. And he also had a lot of literature, which didn't surprise me. If you listen to their podcast, they, like I said, they get in-depth. And so there's a knowledge base that they have from those, uh, everything from comic books to uh, anthologies to, you know, just like books like the, I think I remember seeing the X-Wing Squadron Mm -hmm. series in there, but old canon, new canon, that kind of stuff. Um, So books and Legos were the things that stood out for me. And and that, again, everybody's collection is a little bit different. I love seeing every what they got and what they're into, and like shout out to the Beyond the Blast Doors. No, it's awesome. No, I, we love making. That's what I, this is what I'm enjoying. Like you said, we've only been on Twitter for about a month. I really enjoy. Man, the fan base is cool. They're cool. There's all kinds of opinions, and and I was tongue in cheek and earlier about you know which side of the fans hate it or love it, sequels, prequels, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. It all comes from this really. Um, you know, a uh, 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 similar point where we all love what we're what we're talking about. I mean, it's just it's a fantastic, you know, topic to talk about. And uh, I love seeing uh, man. There's a lot of podcasts out there too, which is great. Mm-hmm. I've listened to plenty, and uh, I enjoy every single one of them. You know, yeah, they all hit on different things. They all have different strengths, different and... points of view. I mean, I, I tell you what, we could change the world with some of these Star Wars fans. <laughs> <laughs> if only we could leave the house, <laughs> get out of the basement <laughs> as we are right now. All right, man. Well, that's cool. So, uh, you ready? Are for you ready? It? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Ready for here we the go. collector tip? Here I we am. go. Here we go. Hello, what have we here? Collector tip. <laughs> Is that your favorite drop? <laughs> that one peaks us out a little bit. <laughs> we might have to we might have to compress that one. But yeah, collector tip. Collector tip. Um Josh, you kind of you kind of hinted at it earlier when you said, you know, prioritize find your thing and go nuts with it a little bit. Yeah. That's uh, kind of along the same lines as I was thinking. This week's collector tip, uh I put uh, write down five things that you really want to get. Right. Because, you know, I my profession is education, and we hear this all the time. You're much more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down, right? And write, you know, write down step meaningful steps to achieve your goals. And it's okay for goals to be lofty; they should be totally. attainable, but lofty, and um, and work towards getting them. And so, applying that to collecting, what what are the next three things that you you really want to get? Price notwithstanding, I mean, everybody's got a budget, but, you know, within your budget, what are the next three things, three to five things that you want to get and, and how are you going to do that? What's your timeline? Because if you can, if you could think about it like that, you're going to, you're going to get those things. All right. Especially if you focus, if you look at it, if you think about it, if you, you know, I've always given the example of like, if you want a new car and you have a specific model and make of a car, mm-hmm. what happens when you're driving down the road? You see that car everywhere. <laughs> it's been there the whole time. Right. It's been driving around you. But as soon as you focus, as soon as you decide that that's the car for you, it's everywhere. And and that focus brings, uh, 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 you know, it's not uh, repetition, but it, it just brings you keep seeing it. You keep right. under it. It just refocuses you every focuses you every time that you see that. So that's the same with. You know, when I'm when I have my eye on the prize when it comes to a particular toy or, or or whatever, I get locked in, and then we're looking for pricing, and you're looking for the good deal, and 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 you know that's half the fun is a little bit of the wait, a little bit of the anticipation, and then of course the bidding, mail day, <laughs> mail days. Yeah, we haven't talked about mail day on the pod, have no, we? No, mail day, mail day is a thing with the BMB, and uh, what? <laughs> Actually, we should have a mail day Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, maybe we should. Yeah. Definitely one of those days. Or something that starts with an M. Mail day I Monday. came up with Monday. Sounds genius. Good to me. Um, amongst the group, you know, of us that are that are friends here that we collect together. Well, and, now it's the full group, and now it's the full. The that's full why we're Twitter opening it up. We're going to share with yeah. the Twitterverse. Um, whenever one of us gets something, we group text in the group text. We say mail day, and then a picture of mm-hmm. what we got, and then it's like hearts and thumbs up and 
Like, where'd you get that? Wow. And, yeah. And uh, it's, it is, just so you guys know, it is appropriate to ask how much you spent on it. It is. It's fine. It's absolutely appropriate because... Yeah. What kind of deal did you get? Maybe I want one, too. <laughs> maybe the guy's selling another one. Maybe... Or gal. Maybe you should have bought two, so I can Maybe you should have bought two. <laughs> That's happened on a few mail day occasions. Josh, when you buy new stuff, do you leave it in the box or do you take it out? Depends on the stuff. <sighs> That's such a tough question sometimes. Depends on the stuff. Um, Currently in the box. What, what, what have you gotten recently, Josh? Oh, man. I want a bit of a spree. It happens. I went on a bit of a spree. Which is fine because I I went on a I had a, a it's fine Josh a long you don't have to tell I, no it. it's let okay. me let me justify I had a dry spell where I was like enough enough and that was you know may or may not have been enough being fiscally responsible <laughs> I need to spend some loot so I uh, yeah I got some stuff and I kind of went on a kick and if you want to like uh, talk about focusing on on one particular thing I decided that I was going to. Uh, up my signed uh, poster or picture memorabilia game. memorabilia game. So, so I f- have a very which I will not say their name, okay, until they pay us, <laughs> which will never happen. But I won't say their name just to keep the saturation down because you know this pot is so far reaching. The fingers are oh, long that I want to make sure that my uh, my bidding doesn't get overworked by all you uh, listeners out there. But I, I went to a site and I. I, I purchase a few things i got a pro tip from you on some some other things and so i have a uh, a sweet collection of signed memorabilia in the mail and already delivered so it's been a good week for me um i won't be able to eat next week but this week has been fantastic so did you get more than two yes who uh, i may I, have i know of five signed items coming oh my boy. way um yeah. can you Share with us two of them. I will. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you all. I don't care. Okay. The one that I received uh, yesterday in the mail was a BB-8 signed picture by the puppeteer. Can't remember his name. Don't his name care. Is Brian. Is Brian something? Yeah. And we his, follow him. His. Uh, We've his, actually corresponded. He his, and I. His signature. Uh, it doesn't say Brian. It looks like BB-8 wrote it. <laughs> Which I I thought was actually what I was buying. I didn't know this Brian guy was involved. I'm just kidding. How can BB-8 <laughs> right with the same thing that he lights the lighter with? Um, His name's Brian Herring. There he is. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for your beautiful signature. It, it, it a, does look cool. It was a beautiful find. I love it. Yeah. And then I might wait for next week because I don't have them in hand. So I'll, I'll just give you that one. Okay. That's my one. I know you got a few Black Series. Also, oh, man, I'm gonna post them up on Twitter. Okay. I call them the Crack Series. Because yes. I cannot pass them by. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, there was a new release, I think, of four. Yeah. Uh, we four got four. Han, four or five Han, solo, or from the solo movie. What is it? Mam Bib. I always get that name wrong. Whatever. Yeah. Where he's in the sweet World Mim, War One. Mimbam. Mimbam. Thank you. And then uh, a B1 battle droid. Oh, he's cool. <laughs> Roger, which, Roger. which is stupid because I hated them for a while, but now I love them. Um, and then, oh, a Padme. Mm-hmm. She's looking sweet, nice. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's midriff Padme. I got to double check that. No, she's got the shawl. Sure. Yes. I'll double. Maybe it's midriff Leia. I got that too. I got a Leia. There's, a, there's no, no, there's not a midriff. Yes, there is. There's bikini Leia, and you can see it's, all of her midriff. That's different. <laughs> it's not. And then my ha- yeah, it was half Leia. Uh, uh, Voss, and then my favorite Dryden though. Voss. Yeah, yeah, my favorite, and he is bad A. My favorite. Is Mace Windu? Yeah, he looks they great. Nailed it. He, he looks, looks so good. I can't. I don't even know if I'll be able to keep him in the package. I wish he you so, I wish you would have bought two of those. There, there were two. Even though I, I've sworn off the black right, series. Right. I have the crack series. I've sworn. You can't off swear the, off the crack series. It comes back. Right. You got to chase the dragon, man. Once you, <laughs> you chase the dragon. Once you've tasted, it's, it's always there. But oh, the crack series is the Mace oh. Windu. Is, he looks fan is going to cause me to stumble, and I'm going to yeah. probably end up getting one after I've said I've sworn off the Black Series. I, I would. So yeah, they're I, not on my goal sheet, Josh. The Black Series are not on my goal sheet anymore, and I'm I've stepped away from them. But gosh, dang it, Mace Windu, they're great. He is great. Is yeah. It? So a banner week for me, and uh, then I'll have to go on another six month uh, hiatus. Well, I have uh, my. 
my most recent purchase, it's just one thing because it was a little spendy, but I have been wanting one for a, quite a while now, and I happen to get it with its original box and instructions Dang. too. I'd, with a little motivation, I believe, from one of our toy Matt. Toy yeah, Matt. He, it yeah. was it was purely coincidence that the guy that we featured on our was show it? me your cl- it was, was it? this is after the fact. Wow, so. that's called the universe talking back. Yeah, G- giving a, giving me a back slap. Yep. Um, but I got I got a original Droids series, which is from the 1985 Droid line, um, A Wing. Nice and it, beautiful, by the way. It is. It is very, very nice. I'm very happy about it, and I, I don't have any buyer's remorse, Josh. No, why would you? No, no buyer's remorse. Why would you? You don't have any food either, but or gas. <laughs> I am uh, peanut butter and jelly <laughs> and top, top ramen. ramen. Yes, yes. The uh, life of a collector. Don't worry, my kids are fine. Yep, my kids are fine. They love peanut butter and jelly and top ramen. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, and they can walk to school. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it's all downhill and they can coast. Well, very good. Thank you. It's been a good it's been a good collector week. Now, I will say this. I think next week we're going to have a a guest appearance. If we can if we can hook hook that. We got a couple things going on. Set a the big hook. Celeb, big. so to speak. Our first guest, Whew. like interview guest on the Holo Chronicles podcast. So I'm saying t- stay tuned. Yes, you might want you might want to tell your friends. This is a Hall of Chronicles exclusive, by the way. Yes, absolutely. If it happens, <laughs> it was supposed to happen this week. Things happen. Things. Hey, it's all right. We rescheduled the next week. We got it. We're setting the hook right now. Yeah, we got a big time interview Whew. with a guy that cracks us up. Yeah, no, sh- don't you give it away. Huge Star don't you Wars give it fan. Away. And as a matter of fact, when you listen next week, we want you to record, video record your reaction (laughs) to our guest, to our audio (laughs) interview, (laughs) Uh, which would be awesome. (laughs) Can you imagine all the board faces that I will get? (laughs) I can't. I can't wait to click like on those. I know. know, Just all the board. I waited for this. This Anyway, it'll be fantastic. No, it will be fantastic. Josh, do we have time for just kind of one last thought of the day here? Okay. I think think we do. All right. Um, Josh, to you, there's a lot of talk in the Star Wars universe about uh, the prophecy that Anakin Skywalker was the one to bring balance to the Force. Bring. Sure. He was the chosen one. Right. What does that mean, balance? To the force. What does that mean to you? You know, I don't know. I think uh, we talked about this earlier. I think you had a good description. I've got a couple theories because based on your theory, I was like, that doesn't sound like balance. It sounds like balance only means, but go ahead and tell it before I say that. All right. I wrote it down just because I wanted to make sure I articulated at least enough to put words on paper. Does balance mean equal amount of dark and light or Jedi and Sith or good and bad, you know, good and evil. Um, the old Republic was about the near destruction of the Sith, like wipe them out. Right. That was before the rule of two where there was a whole planet of Sith followers. And the old Republic was about kind of eliminating that because they were a, they were an evil force. Right. A dark Force. A dark force. So w- when that was achieved, or at least achieved in, in large, there was then what would seem to be an overabundance, or in comparison to Jedi. And if if balance means, see, I don't. I'm not one that thinks balance means eliminating evil. Right. I don't think you can. And I don't think that's what the balance part of bringing balance to the force really means. I think there's, I think a good, honest Jedi would tell you that there's always that conflict, and it's very um, yin and yang. And how the picture of yin and yang is a is as a black and a white swirl, with a black dot in the white swirl and a white dot in the black swirl. You know, it's a picture of conflict between the two and yet there is a little part of the other within each other right and so uh, 
So in the near destruction of all the Sith, there was an overabundance of Jedi in comparison. Not that that was a good or bad thing, but just comparatively. And there was a time of prosperity within the galaxy, a thousand years or so, which brings us to um, the prequels and the and how uh, Sheev Palpatine comes to power and has different apprentices um, from Darth Maul to... Um, oh, crap. Why am I brain farting? What? Dooku. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Dooku and then eventually Anakin. Um, and then they reverse the roles and nearly wipe out all of the Jedi through... Um, through their machinations, machinations definitely, and so now we've gone from a complete, near complete elimination of Sith to near complete elimination of the Jedi, with only a few survivors left in that order, and so now everything has been over a quite a long period of time. You know, there's only a couple of Sith left and a couple of Jedi, at least known. Entities, right? There's only a couple left on either side, or fewer. So then there is that balance. Now, now there's nearly none of either. Now, is that balanced? Is that not according to what we're seeing now? So I have a theory on this, or one that I pose just based on. Well, and I like it. Let me let me finish this thought okay. here. So, if we take nature as our guide. Whenever there's a forest fire, it wipes out acreage, right, of trees, grass, habitat. Right. And which can include, you know, as we have recently seen in, like, California, like, neighborhoods, and just it just wipes everything out. But that happens in nature. That's not new. That's Those things happen, and, and while it rips through everything that currently exists... You know, once a fire, forest fire goes through, then new stuff takes its place. It takes time for the forest to regenerate and rebuild itself, but it does. And that's nature's way of taking a, a bad thing that has happened to it and then pushing through, overcoming it. And I think I also used the example of like a, when like a, like a battleship sinks, right? That's a, that's a big piece of debris in the ocean and, you know, that gets to like the Titanic, you know, it's pollution, basically, in a place that never intended to have something like that there. But then the ocean takes it over. It becomes right. part, you know, it becomes part of the, the environment and takes it over, and then it becomes the habitat there. And so it takes time as well. Um, but that's nature overcoming a negative and turning it into a positive. Um and I and I always viewed this is in my own opinion, but I've always viewed the force similar to like nature's force, and that it will end up correcting itself. It might take some time, but you know, whenever something bad happens, nature, you know, if left alone, will overcome it and flourish once again. Right. And so, um, so now at the end of. Uh, the original trilogy, we have Luke. We don't have any known Sith left, and only one Jedi, and then now we've got the sequel movies, which start with an awakening. And is the awakening the Force's way of correcting? Uh, now, awakening doesn't necessarily mean good Jedi or, or bad Sith. You know, not it's just an awakening of the Force because... Whether it's been Sith Force users or Jedi Force users, they've been essentially wiped out. So why why was there a need for an awakening? Is this just the Force correcting itself and rebuilding after you know a thousand years of them destroying each other and everything around it? Um, because you know not all Jedi had great intentions and all that stuff. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> I like what you had to say. Um, about what you were thinking about, like, the awakening. Right. Well, my, my thought would be, so if you have a, a decimation or a, you know, great reduction in the amount of Force users, especially in a, uh, a nature or environment that wants to correct itself, 
via whatever, whatever's mm-hmm. happening. I really liked how you said the awakening. And so my whole thought was like, well, what you're seeing with Ray and with Han Killer, <laughs> Kylo, Ben, Ben, <laughs> we'll go with Ben, um, is that you almost have a, a, a consolidation of the force down to one or two people. So that makes him, as Luke quoted, I've never seen, I've only seen raw power like this once before, which was obviously right. Ben, Kylo, Ren, and when Ray's, you know, breaking rocks with her mind and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it could be as nature corrects itself or balances itself that it shoves all this force into just one pe- person or, as we saw, we've got the broom boy effect going on where mm-hmm. he's, you know, the force is like, hey, it needs a place to go. And so for the time being, as we have limited force users in the galaxy. At least known force users. Known force. Well, we'll probably see another one next in episode nine. I'm sure someone's going to rear their forcey head. But uh, who knows? Um, it, it, it's drawing. It's, it's pushing. And that might be. You could. That could answer the question of why the Skywalker lineage is so powerful. It's because since the decimation of the Sith a thousand years ago and and then the, the overbalance of the Jedi and then the Jedi, you know, 30 years ago or whatever. Yeah, Luke, he got granted some serious powers for no reason. I mean, he was bullseye and wombats for no reason, right? <laughs> yeah, in his T-16. In his T-16. I mean, and this kid. So, this you're, kid. so you're saying because because of the, the lack of force known force users, uh, they're... They're the the midi chlorians, the force, the the cosmic powers have concentrated themselves into a few specific people instead of you know kind of reseeding the the force needs to exist. So you have the you know which I force is always going to exist. Josh. It has to exist. So the force finds a way to be personified. User. Yep. Okay. Personify. Well, you have the natural force and you have the physical force or all that Cosmic stuff. We, force, need, yeah. we don't need to get into that. Yeah. That was a good pod, by the way. Um, Thank you, 7x7. Seven 7x7. By seven seven. By seven. That yeah. was awesome. Made us think. Um, so I think that a concentration of the force in a few force users is what we're seeing right now. And balance, I don't understand balance as that goes because I'm a gray fan. I think gray is real. I think that you're going to have like the yin and the yang where you have the black dot and the white Mm-hmm. You know, swoosh. Uh, I think that's what's happening right now, where the Jedi and or the Sith can't rely on one side of the Force. They have to be able to bridge the two. Can Can you imagine a Jedi who can make the decision to to do something that, that isn't the purest, or a Sith who can make the decision to save a life and show mercy? You know, whatever. I think the gray is where we're going. I'm a gray fan. Yeah, so I Gandalf. I have I have I have a little pushback to that though. Of course, right? It would be it would be yes, ideal if somebody could call upon the benefits of the dark side and the light side and use them in a an appropriate way. But I think we've seen people try to do that. I think we saw Anakin try to do that. Try to you know, because his intentions for using the dark side were to never save let somebody man. who he loved die again. After his mom, after he right. couldn't save his mom, he wasn't going to let Padme die. He wasn't going to let people that he loved die. And so his motivation was in a in the right place, but he couldn't balance it. Well, but he was the also pull, influenced. Right, by he was being severely who had manipulated. None of the intentions he did. Right, and. And, and even so right the, Je- now you the have, Jedi were off their game look, at that point, too. Look, you've got Ray, who doesn't have a mentor or an influencer. Mm-hmm. Luke's gone. Yeah, and he apparently wasn't that great of a mentor. No, he's pretty bad. Um, three points. He, That's you got Ren. Three lessons. Who took out Snoke. He's got no influencer. Right. So he now was, you have... He was a negative influence on him. He just belittled him at every turn right. and made him feel small. And, right. And, and they like that he was better. That's he weird. He would never be as anything in comparison to Vader. And so they're, I don't know. I don't know where they go from there. They balance each other out at the end. I mean, if they're, I don't know, maybe they high five. Fist bump. Fist bump. And you'll teach a few broom boys how to use the Have you force. ever done the high five where you reach around and then as you walk by, the top you, gun. you do the bottom five? 
the Top Gun. Yeah. I feel the need for speed. I think that's what's going to happen. That's a balance of the force right there. That would be that would be quite something, Josh. Right. <laughs> I think we have... That's almost... I as, think... <laughs> I think that's almost as good as an idea as the beginning of episode nine being Luke wakes up from a bad dream. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I love that. I can't wait till that happens. Please. Thank you, J.J. Abrams. Please, J.J., please. <laughs> no, that... Anyway. So uh, there you go. Food for thought. Food for thought and... You know what? If you have made it this far into the podcast and good you have you. a, if you, good for you, thumbs up on that. But if you have a strong opinion one way or the other about what balance to the force actually means or what it means to you, we'd love to hear it. Yep. Love to hear it. Um, so thanks again for listening. Uh, check us, uh, subscribe. Subscribe to our pod at iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Look us up on Facebook. And Instagram. We we exist there, too. Holochronicles. Holochronicles. Tell your friends. We thank you for listening. And we can't wait to hear from you on the social universe. Yeah, and don't forget about Mail Day Monday. If you got something, if you got something cool that you uh, that you're excited, send it in. Hashtag Mail Day Monday. Mail Day Monday. Let's see it tomorrow. Have a happy President's Day. (laughs) Shout out to the BMB. Four score, and see you next time. Good out here anymore. Only dreamers like this. <laughs>